Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Illusionoid is proud to sponsor the Pirate Queen of the Stars at the 2016 Toronto Fringe Festival. In the Pirate Queen of the Stars, you will see a live-action space battle between a real pirate queen, a space dictator wannabe, and a philandering starship captain. Plus, you'll be serenaded by a robot as it discovers human love. Playing at the Factory Theatre Main Space during the 2016 Toronto Fringe Festival, it's the Pirate Queen of the Stars. Tickets available at FringeToronto.com or visit PirateQueenOfTheStars.com for more information. The Pirate Queen of the Stars. In space, no one can hear you sing. Illusionoid. And now uh, we're going to bring up our guest for this evening. And then we have a fascinating, fascinating guest with us. Actually, I'll set this aside. Um, he is uh, going to talk to us about a wide variety of things. And one of those things is going to be about, uh, it's going to be about science and applications of certain kinds of science. And also about being a human guinea pig. That is, trying things out on himself. So ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Amar Ijaz. Amar! Now, um, Amar, first of all, did I get your name right? Yep, actually. Did I really? Yeah. There's no accents in there that I should I, have I mean, there is, but it, that's the anglicized version. Oh, okay, yeah. so what is the, what's the actual version? I uh, like Amar Ijaz. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, that, I, I heard okay. it. Everybody heard <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, great. Yeah. All right, well. He's being very, very menacing right now, actually. Am I? Looking at me very... Yeah. No, I'm not being menacing. Oh, well, thank you for joining us as our guest uh, this evening. Thanks for um, having me. It's great to have you here. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what some of your, uh, your passions are, some of the things you do. So uh, I see that you had been billed as a human guinea pig. So yep. tell us a little bit about what that means from your perspective. Uh, well, uh, before I get started, if I could just throw this out there, that yep. uh, I'm not a doctor, and I do not play one on the internet. All right. Uh, so take anything I say, not as a recommendation, do your own research, don't be stupid, and please don't sue me, I have no money. Uh, getting back to your question, uh, it, it's just a spirit of what you might call like DIY science. Uh -huh. um, I mean, I do research over at uh, the University of Toronto as well at a lab called the uh, University of Toronto Consciousness and Wisdom Studies Lab. Okay. Uh, but more so, it's also about pushing the frontiers of things that you can't really do in institutional science and sort of like you said, be your own guinea pig. Like, smart drugs are something that I'm, I'm experimenting with and uh, other technology that kind of helps you be a little bit smarter, a little bit sharper throughout the day. Okay, now, before yeah. you go on anymore, I want to know, uh, so you say there's some legitimate research that you do, right? Sure. And then there's also this, let's say, gray market research that you do. <laughs> is, yeah. it, is it fair to call you a maverick? Uh, <laughs> in as much as a nerd can be a maverick. Uh -huh. Sure. Uh -huh. All right, all right. So uh, a renegade, then? <laughs> Renegade, yeah. yeah renegade. Rebel without a cause. Yeah, yeah. Uh, An outlier. Would anyone call you that? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I okay. guess that would be the technical research term. Sure. Wow, cool. Uh, all right. So uh, I want to know. So you're doing things. We're getting into into some of the details of what some of the things you do uh, to yourself. Uh, but I want to know, are there any safeguards in place? Like, do you have, like, a safe word? Or do you have, <laughs> like, a, someone on your speed dial to come and help you? Should anything go awry? Uh, yeah, I do. Mostly sort of uh, fellow... What was that word? Renegade? Mavericks? Maverick. Oh, Maverick. Mavericks, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, I've got myself... <laughs> 
fellow Mavericks who kind of keep an eye on things and I can talk to them. And, you know, we share, we swap notes and stuff too. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of, <laughs> we'll step in for each other if something's starting to look a little weird. All right. So do you do this stuff uh, with this? It's a buddy way? system. Oh, like, so, so are people with you when you do these things? So, uh, so it depends on what you're doing. Uh, sometimes. Okay. All right. So now we'll uh, we'll get into what it is. So what's uh, what's one of the things that you have done, say, like most recently, uh, tested on yourself or tried on yourself? Uh, the thing that I'm currently the most excited about is something called uh, transcranial direct current stimulation. It's TDCS. TDCS. All right. It's where you basically take about a nine volt battery and put that current through par different parts of your brain, and based on where you put it through, you get slightly different effects. Uh, and this is, I think, probably one of the most interesting things coming out of this kind of research right now. And like I said, there, there's uh, legitimate research being done in this area. That's something that we're going to be tackling in our lab. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, we'll see in about maybe five or ten years, because uh, we're early adopters, about five or ten years, maybe this stuff will start to become a little bit more mainstream then. Okay, so... Uh Putting this nine, this energy of a nine volt battery. So like a nine volt battery you could buy at the store at the Loblaws. Yeah, right? I mean you need a machine too. You okay. Put the, put the battery in the machine. So you put the battery in the machine. Is the machine? Uh, do you make the machine or is this machine? Uh, you can make it yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't trust myself to do that. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty good with electronics, but I don't think I want to like screw around with my brain like that. All right. Uh, so I went out and I, I bought like a proper machine. It's come uh, from a company out in Hong Kong, actually. Okay. Yeah. Quality then. It is. Yeah. Okay. What's what's it called? What's that machine called? Uh, it's uh, it, it's a TDCS machine. Okay. All right. Like it's all right. Just called that. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, a question. So. No, it's good. Sorry. That's a good question. It, no, it's, it's a good okay. question. That's a good yeah, question. No, the, the, there just aren't that many brand names established in, in yet. <laughs> Got it. Right. Got it. This All stuff right. is just so yeah, early stage right cool. now. So All you right. call it uh, transcranial. So that means, is there any actual... Um, uh, piercing of the skull that goes on? No, not at all. Uh, it's uh, conductive pads that are put. Uh, usually, mm -hmm. you use a little bit of saline fluid to uh, help induce itself, to help uh, increase the conductance. Yeah. And then the electricity just travels into your brain. So, what keeps the electricity from just uh, sort of like touching your skin and going all around your skin? and across the surface of your body. Wouldn't that be the shortest distance for uh, things to travel? Oh, uh, so you use an anode and a cathode, and you place them in opposing uh, parts of the skull. I don't know, you, can see, you can't see this on a podcast, but I'm touching opposing parts of my head okay. to show that would be the shortest distance would be, say, through uh, here. Oh, I see, I see. And so then it passes through that brain tissue. Yep. And what's, what's going on when the electricity goes through there? Because, we, first of all, the brain is uh, an electric, it functions by electricity, right? But yep. very low levels, right, of electricity? Yep. Well, that's why this is a 9-volt battery. It's a very low level. Um, it depends on which parts of the brain that you're trying to influence. So people argue that uh, you know, if you affect the language center, your language acquisition abilities go up a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of thing. Uh, now in terms of what's actually happening in the brain, yeah. um, I, my favorite theory at the moment, and this is again a very evolving area of research, uh, and it, it's that it very slightly changes the possibility of firing in certain neurons. Ah. I know that sounds not very exciting, but it seems like it just makes certain parts of the brain a little bit more active. Okay. Yep. Now, so is this is this a, a quantum effect? Is this like a something that's happening on a uh, like say an atomic level? Uh, these per, these because you did say probabilities, right? So that. Oh yeah, no, no, not not quite like that. It's just it's just the that neuronal firings are probabilistic. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, there's, there's rarely any like. You know, this neuron will fire every X amount of time. It's influenced deeply by other neurons firing and things like that. Right. So, so the idea is to stimulate a part of your brain more than it usually gets stimulated? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like a thinking cap. Right. So, okay. so what have you done? So, okay, so tell me about uh, certain areas of your brain that you stimulated and any, any market effects that you may have seen, if you've seen any. Sure. Uh, the most common, uh, commonly uh, sort of affected part of the brain uh, is called the left prefrontal dorsal, uh, sorry, left 
prefrontal dor dorsal cortex. L LPFC. LPFC, yeah. That should be all right. right. Uh, also from Hong Kong, right? <laughs> <laughs> we all have one of those in, a, in our brains. And so that's sort of roughly over here. Uh, um, you're on the left side of... Upper left side of your head, yeah. Yeah, about there. Oh, like uh, the left, left prefrontal part. Oh, yeah. yeah of yeah. course, yeah, of course. Yeah, course. Yeah, 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 perfect. Um, I, I carry a brain map around just for exactly this <laughs> purpose. Uh, yeah. So the the it, this particular thing seems to have a myriad combination of effects. The one that I'm most interested in, again, sort of with my interest in becoming a little bit smarter and stuff, is increases in working memory. And working memory is sort of how many things you can keep in your mind and juggle all things once, and so how many calculations you can do or how many decisions you can make. And uh, if you're like a student or if you're, uh, you know, you're trying to like study for something or figure out answers to some questions, or if you're a researcher tackling something like that, or maybe if you're just a white collar worker who's just ha got a long day, has to crank through a lot of financial reports or whatever, that kind of, that like extra 5% boost in that can make a big difference into terms of how quickly you get that work done, for example. Well, so have you seen, so you've, okay, so you've addressed this area with uh, with this voltage, and have you noticed, or have you done like a baseline beforehand? And I can remember nine f kinds of fruit, yeah. right, the first time, then you zap your head and you go, now I can, I can keep in, in my mind 10 kinds of fruit. <laughs> Is it like that? Uh, yeah, it's basically like that. I haven't done that. Um, I did do a sort of a, a comprehensive suite uh, of, of sort of brain tests, but mm -hmm. not not one of those. Okay. Um, well, yeah. So. No, I was just I was just wondering, like. If yeah. No, I, I, I do I like do a, testing. Yeah. yeah. Um, more so for me, uh, when I'm doing this, I have I'm not doing necessarily pure science. I'm doing this because I have certain goals I want to reach, and I feel like I reach those goals. So, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's a so it's kind of dual lives there. Is there any uh, any danger to what you're doing? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, like, what could happen? What's the worst case scenario? Uh, vegetative state. Vegetative state. Uh, I mean, the other thing, yeah, right. The other thing about that particular montage I was talking about, the other yeah. thing it does is it improves mood. It makes uh -huh. you it makes you feel a little bit happier and, and sort of reduces anxiety and depression. It seems oh. it's shown to be uh, effective in that. But if you reverse the voltage, oh my god, man, you can make oh. yourself super depressed. You cross the beams. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, in theory, anyway. Um, again, this area of research is so new. The effects don't last very long, though, oh. things considered. Uh, the effects are, are related to how long you stimulate yourself for. Five-minute five, five minute effects last just for the duration of the stimulation. I've stimulated myself for five minutes, yeah. Yeah. I've done. <laughs> I've done. I th in fact, I did that in that last podcast. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, okay, so short-term effects, short-term benefits. Uh, I just have one question. Yeah. How does it feel? Does it feel painful or good or... Uh, it only feels painful if you didn't put enough saline fluid and you burn yourself. Oh, oh man. Uh, right. Otherwise, you just get a little bit of a tingle. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so right. it's not, it doesn't feel painful or anything. Right, because it is electricity. So without that saline fluid, you could actually you'll scorch yourself with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, there's like pictures like the green uh, mile. of people. Yeah. The green mile? Yeah. yeah. Do you see right. the green mile? No, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, yeah, there's pictures of people <laughs> online who've like made their own DIY like at home TDS devices and then burnt themselves. Oh. And they've got like burn marks of walking around with like a one inch by one inch square on their forehead. Oh, jeez. Well, so yeah. you're, are you part of a community, like uh, like like people who enjoy uh, dressing up like furry creatures? <laughs> are you like that kind of community? <laughs> Maybe not that kind of community, <laughs> no, no, I'm but not. yes, a community. Okay. Um, a lot of this stuff, not unlike what Ken Way said a couple of uh, podcasts ago, I guess, uh, a lot of this stuff comes together on the internet, and yep. uh, the home for communities online just seems to be Reddit for people like us. Mm -hmm. So there's a great uh, TDCS subreddit um, that kind of talks about a lot of this stuff. Um, it lists a lot of the research and stuff, too. Uh, so that's one of your most recent ones. Is there a favorite one that you've done or something you find the most uh, interesting, intriguing, uh, apart from the one we've just talked about? 
so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about TDCS. I'm also pretty excited about um, the other sort of category of things that I'm interested in. Yeah. Smart drugs or like sort of, it's not a technical name per se, but it's uh, nootropics is how it's referred to. Mm -hmm. um, and that's basically what's, you know, supplements or drugs or whatever I can uh, consume to have certain kinds of mental effects that I'm looking for. <coughs> so whether to be a little bit smarter or not get tired as easily when I'm dealing with like mental things. So that's creatine, for example. I can ha improve my attention just a little bit. Or uh, there's actually something, it's uh, quite amazing, uh, but again, this is not a recommendation. Okay, all right, uh, disclaimer. It's called modafinil. And let's say you uh, pull an all-nighter or you just don't get any sleep, whatever, you know, you whatever, had to travel all night or something like that. In the morning, you can take one of these pills um, and eliminate the negative side effects of uh, sleep deprivation. So this is what fighter pilots use for their incredibly long haul, like 36-hour jaunts to stay awake. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, and it's not a stimulant, which is the weird part about it. It's not like coffee. You don't get jittery. It just takes away the feelings of fatigue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And the sort of cognitive decline that's associated with sleep. So deprivation. would they uh, would they habitually take this like a what? dose after the next? Um, they do. That's super super bad for you. So yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, you, you can only you know push the not sleeping thing for a very short periods of time. Yeah. Did you see uh, Iron Man two? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what we're talking about. Right? <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's Iron Man three. Excuse me. It's Iron right. Man three. Oh, yeah. Sti yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, sti stimulus. Yeah. Sti the the soldiers who were taking some kind of thing and then they got yeah. super hot and they burned up. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was thinking about Jacob's yeah. Ladder. This oh, were you? Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Oh, it was Tim Robbins was in that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, right. was a good film. Yeah. Great. Freaky. Yeah. 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 Check yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's only twenty years old. Uh, thank. Well, that's very very interesting. I I I wish you continued success. Thank you. And uh, and hope that you don't hurt yourself in any way. <laughs> Is there, are there any projects coming up? Do you have one on the list after electrifying your brain? <laughs> it's kind of hard to top that, eh? Um, one th the, the next thing that I would be really, really interested in doing, uh, some people have called it in the media the psychopath beam. Uh, it's a slightly different technology called transcranial, uh, sorry, transcranial magnetic stimulation, TMS. Ah. It's a, a TDCS, which is the main thing, the electricity one. That can only cover surface areas of the brain. If you want to go deeper, you have to hit. Uh, you have to get yourself one of these TMS devices. And, Hong, uh, Kong? Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hong Kong. These things are quite a bit, ex quite expensive. So. So what do they do? What does that do? Uh, so one of the, the this actually this journalist wrote a great article about it um, called something like "My Day as a Psychopath" or something like that. And you can deaden the part of your brain that deals with empathy. Oh my uh, And you basically become essentially a psychopath for the day. You're not phased by anything. You're happy. You're cool with like cheating and lying, and you have no conscience and no remorse. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. That sounds absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and well, I mean, as you might imagine, the Department of Defense is investigating this. <laughs> Although a psychopath for a day sounds like a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fall in love with this psychopath, and then when they straighten out, you're like, you're not just really a psychopath at all. I fell in love with a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. uh, is there any questions for Amar? Any questions about smart drugs or guinea pigs or stimulating yourself? Anyway. 
Great question. Uh, should I repeat the question? Yeah, uh, can you use this kind of technology to repair brain damage? Yeah, so uh, a bunch of this stuff is coming out of, uh, for example, research with people with Alzheimer's or dementia. Um, so yeah, there's, there's like interesting research avenues about that. Other people argue that this has pr neuroprotective effects uh, that you can help prevent uh, you know, dementia or Alzheimer's by doing some of these things. I'm skeptical. That's uh, like really longitudinal research. Uh, again, what I'm willing to like recommend to other people is vastly different from what I'm willing to do myself. So yeah, right. don't go ahead and right. start doing this stuff to protect right. Oh, good, good. Yeah, please. Do people who get MRIs become psychopaths? Uh, I've had an MRI done a couple of times. Maybe I am a psychopath now. No, uh, it, it's very targeted. Uh, it has to be a particular kind of machine that is able to um, send a very targeted, for lack of a better term, uh, it's actually a field, I guess, a very targeted field to a very particular part of your brain. So, yeah, regular MRIs won't do that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, that's a very common misconception. Electroshock therapy is very, very, very different than um, TDCS. Uh, the, the voltages used are much, much lower. Uh, and I don't know, maybe this is like a, a weird tidbit. It, people still use electroshock therapy. It's actually used as a relatively effective last ditch um, way of, uh, of dealing with depression. But you don't let people go all like this. You give them muscle relaxants and then they don't have to, they don't jitter around. But anyway, two very different things. So what does electroshock therapy do to the brain? Does it like literally short, short uh, circuit that area? Um, I'd imagine so. I'm oh, afraid okay. I don't know that, I don't know that much all about right. electroshock therapy. Okay. Uh, but you know, just one of those funny things where we think of it as so barbaric, but we yep. still do it because it's actually in some cases of suicidal depression. It's basically the only thing that works. I was going um, to ask a question, which was uh, yeah. if electroshock therapy is just the last ditch thing uh, and it's uh, a nine volt battery uh, size charge is what you're dealing with. Yeah. Is that just like, if I want the effects of the nine volt, but nine volt battery, but I don't want to wait that long, is that like cranking up the oven to like 450 degrees to cook the turkey faster? <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, not really. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> do you guys ever, like no. on Friday night, do you guys ever uh, do everything at once? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just for fun, just do it all, just hook up all the machines Take and go the bananas. Pills, uh, do Rick Moranis and Ghostbusters, do yeah. that thing, yeah. things on the head. Uh, Psychopath uh, Ray. Friday night. <laughs> the crazy Friday night. Uh, that journalist just described going out uh, and partying and stuff, actually, <laughs> after having gotten the psychopath ray and stuff. Uh, I mean, I can probably throw out a bit of a cautionary tale if you want. You want to be very careful if you're, like, mixing these things. Yep. Uh, so, for example, I ended up uh, combining two things which by themselves, sort of individually, I had had great effects with. And then one day I decided to take both of them at once because I needed both their effects. So one was a wakefulness promoter and the other one was um, an anxiolytic, so like an anti-anxiety thing, just to calm me down. It was, a, it was like a, um, a crunch time kind of day and I had to be like on top of my game. Unfortunately, did the opposite and it slowed my brain down to molasses. Oh, wow. Um, I had to literally speak out loud what I wanted to think about because I had to tap into my speech center to be able to reason at all. It was kind of horrible. 
uh, for about a day. It lasted. So. Well, and you were Beef. totally aware of this happening to you yeah. as it was happening, right? Yeah. Nothing you could do about it. Nope. You couldn't have reversed the effects with some other drugs. <laughs> no? Like, say, I don't know, a coffee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have had an, the opposite, more negative oh. effect. Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. All yeah. right. No, it, you, usually if you're finding, you know, one of, those, one of those lines, if you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just waited out the effects, and so that's a cautionary tale. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Try, I try not to do too many things at once. Good to know. And if you find yourself in a hole, dig up. Right? <laughs> nice. Dig up. Thank you. That was fantastic and fascinating. Ladies and yes. gentlemen, let's hear for Amar. Is, uh, it's Jazz. Yes. Amar Jazz. Yes, thank thanks, you. Thanks, Amar. That was awesome. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What Pat, did, Pat, yeah, can we thank get you. Pat Thornton up here again, guys? Pat, Pat come on up. That was fascinating. Very fun. That's crazy. Wow. And terrifying, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Just yeah. the fact that you could do all those things to yourself at once mm -hmm. and then possibly, you know, fuck yourself up forever. Yeah. But I, I'm glad to see it hasn't happened. I just kept no, picturing it, Doc Brown in Back to the Future with that thing on his head. Yeah. You know, trying to stimulate parts of his brain. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do another uh, Illusionoid story for you now. And it's going to be based on uh, some of the content that Amar was talking about. And uh, we're going to build a title with your help. So uh, what, is, what is something we'd like to ask for for this? Any ideas? Uh, uh, how about, like, uh, an occupation? Yeah. What's, uh, what's an unusual or, let's say, fairly niche occupation? Occupation. Nice. Thank you very much. Typewriter, typewriter repairman. repairman. Love are it. We, are we bettering this typewriter repairman? Yeah. Let's say we are. Let's say we are. Building a better typewriter repairman. I love it. Building a better typewriter repairman is the name of this story. <laughs> All right. And uh, we'll take you to, uh, I'll throw to tonight's transmission. And sure. now. Oh, sorry. That was my microphone. All right. I'll restart it. Okay. Tonight's transmission. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh, boy, it just, the red, this red dwarf, this hot giant, this large dwarf of a red sun keeps growing and getting closer, and now it is literally pressing itself down onto me, and yet, not hot enough to burn me, just warm enough to irritate me. <laughs> Huge sunburn that is literally happening from a sun being pressed up against my skin. It sucks. <laughs> In your future! Scientists will play God games, God games, with their own minds to make better scientists out of themselves so that they can make better typewriter repairmen. Side note, in the future, typewriters come back. <laughs> uh, Cameron, can I see you for a second? Uh, yeah, what's... Uh What's up? We've had Gare? some uh, feedback uh, on the comment cards from oh. our uh, typewriter repair customers. Oh, great! Uh, since you're one of our uh, one of our two repairmen, oh it was, man, it's easy to note uh, which comments are for who. Great, uh, yeah. These, uh, of course, you had written your name on them. Please, if you have any remarks for Cameron, yeah. Please. And they all came back and said you weren't very good at repairing the typewriters. Oh, you know, I was worried that some of that, some of those cards would come up saying that, but I want you to know that I'm really in this career for the long haul, and I am ready to learn and improve, become a better type of repairman, like get in there, get under those, those keys, and, and figure out like, how, they, like, how to unstick them. Cameron, when we gave you this job, we did it based on your resume. Your resume oh. under typewriter repair experience, you wrote lots. Oh, yeah. And I think you'll notice 
that that was in uh, new courier font. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Courier, typed, courier new, I know. Typed on uh, I, a yes, typewriter. I know it so, was, but uh, you see, I mean, you wrote a lot lots, of and you've just sort of admitted you know nothing about typewriter repair. Well, I, t I went through a lot of drafts of that resume. What I'm going to need you to do is shadow Gary, who's our top typewriter repairman, right. on his next uh, repair. In fact, he's going out this afternoon. Gary! Yeah, I'm going to need you to take Cameron with you on your next job. Hey, what? hey, I'm Cameron. Nice to meet you, partner. Uh, hey, man, hey, look, man, I work alone. I know you do. Uh, we just, he's our only other repairman, and he, we need him okay, to pick my... up some tips from the best, Gary, and you're the best. Uh, okay, but my last partner got killed. I know. <laughs> Which is why we had to hire Cameron. What, what, uh, how'd, that? how'd he die? Have a great time this afternoon on that vital repair job. Okay. Wow. Whew, what a hard ass, huh? What'd you say? The boss, Jerry. Yeah. Okay. Real yeah. Hard ass. No. Yeah. He really works that ass. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool, man. So, anyways, listen, Gary. I just want to say I'm not gonna step on your feet. I am so excited. I am so pumped that I've made it up to number two salesman or repairman in this <laughs> yeah, business. Yeah. Yeah. We're you repairmen. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just important to just focus on what it is that we do. <laughs> so. I think you know. I think that might have been the root of a lot of what. People's comments about me you were, were like, trying to sell them stuff. I was trying to sell them typewriters. Right. Yeah. But they had a typewriter. It was just broken. Uh huh. And right. then I was like, I got confused, and I thought, okay, I'll try and buy these. And that. And you were trying to buy there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, you should definitely try to fix it. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, is excuse me. Is this our? Oh hi. Yeah. Hello. Uh, I am looking to uh, having my typewriter repaired. Oh, that's great. Oh, perfect. You're so lucky because we were on our way to a job. But, but we could just do this one right here. Yeah, we could. I just... was the job you were on your way to. Okay. Oh, your just... job has come to you. That's why why well. are you being kind of scary about it? I'm not. This is how I talk. Okay. okay. I had a slight throat uh, accident when I was a small child. Oh, okay. I choked on a pear pit. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. Okay, well, listen. From my grandfather's pear tree. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. His backyard. <laughs> okay. It was so high. <laughs> I wanted to climb it. I was a child. Yet I straddled it. I kicked my shoes off. I put them to one side. They were like gladiator-style sandals. I kicked them to one side. Right. And I wrapped myself around the trunk of that still sapling tree. And I shimmied up it. The insides of my thighs were cut, raw, bleeding. But I reached the bear. And I found out it was an avocado. Unless I choked on it. A pair of me is avocado is another word for bear. Where I come from. And ever since then, I was left with this horrible scarred throat. And thought, I must spend my life typing. Don't you see? So, you're in the market for a typewriter. Actually, I have a typewriter. No, 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 Cameron, Cameron. Oh, oh. He has a broken one. Got it, here we are. We, we are. fix him. Jace. So here it is. It's a selectric. Oh, those are tricky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay. listen, I'm just the number two here. I'm second string. Uh, number two repairman. But you're looking at number one right over here. And that yeah. is Gary. Yeah. Hey, Get Gary. Ready. How are you? What, uh, Gary, what is your name? Oh, Cameron. Cameron. So what makes you think that Gary is so much better than you? 
Well, he's the number one. He's the senior, and I'm just getting into the business. So, you know, I'm very eager to learn. I'm so tell me, what does Gary possess that you do not? Are you not a man? Uh, I, uh, well, uh, this is getting personal all of a sudden. But Do uh, you not have two hands, two feet, and a face? Uh, yes, I have, I, have all of those, I have those five things, yeah. Then why should you hold him in high regard? Because I have two faces. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Janus. <laughs> like the two-headed god of portals. Yeah. Genetically yeah. modified, I assume. <laughs> he is a Janus, yes. Yeah. Um, the other one is just flaccid. It hangs on the side there. <laughs> I uh, still have two of them. Yeah, but he does most of the talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just sort of hang out. The other one is drooling. What is your name? My name's Brad. Brad Gary. Brad Gary. Do you mm-hmm. call yourself by both names, Brad Gary? No, I don't really have much to do with hangout, so Gary does most of the talking. It's mostly just Gary, yeah. <laughs> do you know both of you, Gary, Brad, and you, Cameron? Oh, you, yeah, yeah. Do you have something that I could help you with? No. Oh. No, we were going to help you? Yeah, yes. we, you have a typewriter that you needs to be pitched by Gary. Oh, I, I'm willing to listen here. I, uh, I mean, I'm not saying you're not willing to listen, but I, I do want to hear what Man, you well, so I actually don't case. know your name. I think I'm less willing to listen. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, but I'm quite, I, you know, well, I, I don't know if you, you have us at a disadvantage, sir. I don't think we know your name. Oh, my name is Miguel. Miguel. Just Miguel. Just Miguel. If my first name is Just, and my last name is Miguel. Just, just Miguel. Just Miguel. And is that uh, a Y, an H? On or which one? Just. Uh, it's, an, it's, uh, it's a Y with it's an umlaut. Got it. Okay. Yes. Just Miguel. Right. Well, nice to meet you, uh, Mr. Miguel. Senor. Senor Miguel. Yes. Yeah. So, I would love to take that typewriter off your hands. <laughs> well, I realized that the <laughs> typewriter was a... Uh, a proxy for my ruined voice. I use this to communicate with the world. Do you know what it is that I communicate to the world? Ooh, uh, letters? Yes. Is it typing? Yes. Do you know what my subject matter is? You probably don't. I will tell you. Yeah, we, d- we don't. It's about making people better. Oh. Oh, so you're at... Do you fix sick people? In a way. In a way. Self-improvement? In a way. Improvement of other people? Yes. You're getting warm. (laughs) Improvement of me? Yes. Of you, Cameron. Nah, passed over again. Don't rule it out yet, Brad. (laughs) Me? I'm just a droopy face. (laughs) You see, your problems start with self-esteem, my friend. (laughs) I'm attached to Gary. He does most of the talk. Have you ever considered that maybe Gary is attached to you? What? <laughs> no, that's not. That's not happening. No, probably not true. No, yeah, it's yeah. just the other way around. It's, a, sure. it's a whole Gary thing with a Brad hanging on the side. <laughs> that's right. Like a sidecar. Yeah. 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 Exactly. What would you say? Who me? Who me? Any of you? All of you? About what? If I could make your lives so much better. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I'm in. I'm in, you guys. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. There you know what? First... If Gary's in, I'm in. You don't have a choice, do you, Brad? No. <laughs> no. Where Gary goes, you follow. That's true. I just get a different view. <laughs> yes. Okay. There is a price, though. Oh. oh, there's always a price. That's how they get you. There is a price. 
Gary seems, Brad seems to be the worldly one. <laughs> I've been around wherever Gary is. You're about 45 degrees. Yeah, just boy. slightly right. to the left. You, did yes. not, you don't want Brad to corner you in the lunchroom. Oh, I'll oh. tuck your ear off. <laughs> because that's all you can do. That's all I see, really. <laughs> Indeed. Just an ear. What yeah. a lot in life. He does you that have. while I eat. Yeah. <laughs> he talks people's ears off. Yeah. So, I will ask from you, from each of you. Okay. okay. A vial of your serum. Wow. Wait, what? what? Of your blood serum. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, God. here, we got a couple. You know, um, you know I, I was actually going to pitch, bear with me, mm-hmm. that we do this sort of like um, sharing economy style, and uh, we trade, we fix your typewriter, and uh-huh. then you give whatever you, it is that you haven't yet promised you'll give us. But, you know what I mean? A little quid pro quo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that we don't have to give you blood. And then also you wouldn't have to pay us for fixing the typewriter. I yeah. see, I see. Yeah. Well, you know what? You s- that's a good bargain. I take you bargain. All right, here. Take a look at my typewriter. Can you diagnose the problem? Oh, uh, Cameron, this is you, buddy. Let's see what you got. You can do it, Cammy. <laughs> okay. Well, let me have a look at it here. Let me just uh, run so my fingers over the, uh, the keys here. Uh-huh. Check the other thing that moves back and forth. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, there's your problem. What was that? Did you hear that? <laughs> you heard that too, right? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, it should sound more. It should sound less like a servo and more like you know that thing that moves back and forth on a typewriter. The, the carriage. I mean? The carriage. It yeah. sounds more like yeah. a carriage. Yeah. Does this guy know more about typewriters than Cameron? <laughs> no, no. Maybe. I, uh, so <laughs> I think that, that that's probably the root of your problem. Let's check the ribbon. Let okay. me have a look at the ribbon here. All right. All right. Oh, your fingers are going to get all inky. Uh, uh, that's okay. I'm a professional. I, I'm going to stick my finger in here. Look, careful. Just, <laughs> oh, God. That's okay. That's definitely not a carriage. No, there's a right. gecko in there. <laughs> Damn it. That gecko just bit my finger real badly. Yeah, I was in Barbados bad. and it's got inside and it's been inside there. Okay, well, I'm going to say... Oh, so that's the problem with your... That's what I was going to say. I was right. going to say that's okay. the problem. There's yeah. a gecko in my typewriter. Right. So if yeah. I just take it out... Yeah. Do you not think that I have tried to take the gecko out of my typewriter? We didn't ask him, but he probably tried. Did you hear that? <laughs> the gecko is hungry. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I suggest... Um, geez, I, this is my first uh, experience... Uh, with a gecko and a typewriter. Yeah, I mean, um, do, do geckos eat bugs? Yeah, yeah, geckos do eat bugs. Maybe we can make like little sliders out of bugs. And uh-huh, yeah. Bug sliders? Try to, yeah, bug yeah. sliders, try to get the gecko out. What do you think? Uh, I'm on board. Oh, great. Well, I mean, we, Brad signed off on it. I think it's a great idea. I'm willing to try anything. You okay, know? I have some small buns. Okay, <laughs> all right. I've been trying to work on them, but to no effect. Gary, do you still have those bugs in your pocket? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got tons of bugs. So you got the buns, I, I got, got the bugs. bugs. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's make, make lots, lots of money. Oh, sorry. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to need, all we need now is some kind of aioli. Oh, How about you know the what? mayonnaise? It's all I brought for lunch today. Aioli? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a jar of aioli? A bag of aioli. Oh, a bag yeah, of aioli. I brought a bag. Is yeah, you just bag? snip the corner yeah. off the bag and use it like a cake icing piper. Well, yeah. The jar is too much for one lunch, so I just I just I buy a medium-sized Ziploc bag and I pour uh, aioli inside of it. Wow, that sounds my delicious. Well, it is. All right, so yeah. let us make our sliders. Okay. All right. Okay, my buns. I slice them. There you go. Oh, 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 o
So the trick is going to be to leave the sliders just outside of the typewriter Jace. so that the gecko has to come out and Jace. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to suggest putting it on the letter M. On the letter which one? The letter M. M. It's right above the space bar, but right, uh, it's only right before. So there's two, le- there's two layer level, uh, rows of, of letters that he has to get down first. Ah. So I figure get him down, munching on that bug slider, which is Here he comes. He's on oh. the first layer. There's the one. There he goes. He's skeetering across the keys. He's typing a message out. Oh, man. He says, nice try. Oh, oh what an asshole. And he went back inside. Oh, man. May I make a humble, droopy face suggestion? Do, can you make any other kind? No. Okay. Maybe if we made one of us better, like you said, we'd be better equipped to get this gecko. I was going to say, what if you give us whatever you were going to give us before, and then we can use that in turn to get the gecko out? All right. So, my original bargain. Oh, right. Yes. No, 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 no. No blood. No blood. You make one of us good, we'll fix the typewriter, and then you make the rest of us good. Well, then you'll have to choose which one of you I should make good. I really think it should be Cameron. Yeah, well, he's the worst one. Yeah, yeah. he's worse than me. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay, Cameron. I'm worse than a face. I'm worse than a face than with no hands. Hey, my self-esteem is to the point where I have to agree. All right, so the choice has been made. All right. Come over here. Oh, okay. Let me touch your face. Oh, Oh, look, he's touching his face, but he's got hands on opposite sides of his head. Now, do you see what I have here in my my lapel pocket? It's a a diode. Exactly. And do you see what I have here on my belt? I know what that is. That's an anode. It's an anode. Exactly. I need you to put your... Left temple on my bell buckle, <laughs> and your right temple on the, my lapel pocket. <laughs> my head's not big enough. Is it it? <gasps> oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Easy now. Okay. I'm going to increase the voltage. Uh, oh man. You may feel a slight tingling sensation. Oh man, I don't like this man. Hey you Gary. Gary, aren't you glad I didn't volunteer us? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Now I'm loving that. Shouldn't there be some sort of saline solution on my head? I need you to recite the alphabet backwards, Oh, okay. Z, Y, X, W, V, S, R, O, M, N. He's way off. Oh, what's wrong with you? W, 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 W. Stop there. Stop there. There can't be that many Ws. There's. I only thought there was one. Cameron has moved to the next level. Oh, okay. Oh, I am? He is now the master of a meta-alphabet. <laughs> the alphabet to rule all alphabets. The alphabet with four doubles you see in it. Well, now use your fancy alphabet and get that gecko out of there. You can do it, Cameron. Think now. At your disposal, Cameron, you have not only the regular Roman alphabet, you also have access to the meta-alphabet, which is the same, essentially, except it has four Ws. And two Vs. One O, followed by a D. It's so simple. A child can do it. Yeah! I just caught that hawk with my bare hands. Oh, my God. He snatched it from the air. Oh, my God. Oh, hand-eye coordination is through the roof. Now you have the hawk. 
If that hawk was our problem, I would be so impressed right now. <laughs> but it was a gecko, Cameron. You know what the gecko's only natural predator is. That's right. Yes. I do know now. It's a hawk. Exactly. Now, let me write a message on the typewriter in the meta alphabet to the gecko. <laughs> These words make no sense. So many W's. Can geckos even read? I'm hungry. My face is getting hungry. All right, let's see what he does. I'm just going to hold him. And... And go, Excelsior! <laughs> the hawk just took the gecko! There he goes, to the sky. He's taking him to that mesa in the distance. He's dropping him from a great height. Watch oh. this. Gross. Uh, laser attack! <laughs> from... Wait for it. It builds, it builds. His eyes are glowing! Oh, the intensity, if you wait for it, it reach back from intensity. <laughs> ah. Oh, I hurt. A lot of build-up, and it was over really fast. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what... No, anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cameron, you fixed the typewriter problem with your new powers. I did more than that. I caught a hawk with my bare hands and shot lasers out of my eyes. Well, yeah, but... Oh, yeah, that part, that too. Maybe too, I yeah. don't need to be a typewriter repairman anymore. What? But Cameron, who would be number two? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there is no number two in the meta-alphanumerical system. Is there? There's not. Oh. Cameron <laughs> is the arbiter of that fact. <laughs> there is only the, there's only the alpha and the omega. Absolutely. The Cameron and the Gary. Oh. I, am, I am a meta-repair man now. So, Cameron, my offer to you is this. Will you leave these ramshackle typewriter repair us stalled behind and come with me? Jess. Yes. I've grown past these two. This one. This one with a face. I don't know yeah. why I'm two. I'm just a face. <laughs> this one with two faces. Uh, I'm something more than human now. There's nothing left for you here. I feel no sad, no empathy. Oh, yes. The side effect is you become a psychopath. Oh, yes. I feel like I could just take a life if I wanted to. Oh, easy. Easy now. No, I just feel like that. Okay. Wait, let me see what I can do with my eyes here. Uh, oh. oh! I took the face. You got me in the face, Gary. Wasn't the deal that you were going to make all of us good now? Gary, it's okay. <laughs> I'm going to a better place in a way Cameron made me better. Now I got a dead face hanging off me. So don't you see? I make Cameron better, and Brad just admitted that he was better now. That and leaves then he you. died. Exactly. What kind of life was that? To okay. be a face on yeah. the side of your sure. head. I mean, he's better, sure. That leaves you, Gary. I still have a dead face hanging off me. <laughs> I can take care of that. <laughs> I can fix that. Yeah? Yeah. Excelsior! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that looked like it hurt. I just got... <laughs> oh, man, I just got impaled by a hawk. <laughs> Oh, oh, I should have held out your arm with the glove on it, you know? Oh, I didn't hold my arm out. Mm. Cameron! It flew right into the middle of my body. Cameron, we have a few comments. Good lord, there's a hawk in you. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, You know, I don't know. I can't hire a person who's got a hawk in them, Cameron. I'm afraid I'm going to have to let you go. Oh, God damn. Gary, Ow. you're back to being number one, and why do your number twos always die? 
I, I honestly don't know. Hey, what's with the side of your face? It's unusually quiet today. He died. <laughs> Sorry to hear. Would you, you want to say a few words? Yeah, why not? I always had this face hanging off me. He was all right. Now he's dead. And now here we are. And just be thankful for the one face that you have. And, and try to keep it that way. G- good night. <laughs> Brave words, Gary. It's so true. So, Gary, you have become better now, too, by reaching a more evolved perspective on life. Okay, I, f- I do feel a bit ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge being better, Gary. <laughs> you are better in your own way. Sure, yeah. No, I get it. Brad I mean, I get it. On, and you? Oh, dying slowly. Jess, you are also better, too. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Just. You're welcome. And now I will take my Selectric. And I will go. Before you go, could you fill out a comment card? Sure. Oh, on the type, I see. Oh, rave reviews for Gary and Cameron. This That's is for you, Cameron. Best comment card I've ever seen, Cameron. Oh, it's all W's. Yes. Only you can read it. Thank you. You're welcome. Until we meet again. Beyond. Beyond. Lunch? Yeah. 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 All right. Mm -hmm. The end. Yes. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, can we get a round of applause for Pat Thornton? Pat Thornton. For Amari Jazz, our human guinea pig. Building a better typewriter repairman. Improvised by Illusionoid. Starring Paul Bates, Lee Smart, Nug Nargang, and special guest Pat Thornton. Live music and sound effects by Chris New. Recorded live at the Social Capital Theater in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, May 25th, 2016. Illusionoid is proud to sponsor the Pirate Queen of the Stars at the 2016 Toronto Fringe Festival. In the Pirate Queen of the Stars, you will see a live-action space battle between a real pirate queen, a space dictator wannabe, and a philandering starship captain. Plus, you'll be serenaded by a robot as it discovers human love. Playing at the Factory Theatre main space during the 2016 Toronto Fringe Festival, it's the Pirate Queen of the Stars. Tickets available at FringeToronto.com or visit PirateQueenOfTheStars.com for more information. The Pirate Queen of the Stars. In space, no one can hear you sing. You can listen to Illusionoid and now you can wear Illusionoid. Get an Illusionoid t-shirt in black or green at TeePublic. That's right, the official t-shirt of the doomed future is available today. Visit TeePublic.com and search for Illusionoid or follow the link on our Facebook page. Illusionoid can be heard on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and anywhere podcasts can be heard. Tell your friends, tell the world, and help save the future by sharing our show. We hope you've enjoyed the Illusionoid podcast. You can submit a title for a future episode, tweet it to us at IllusionoidPod, or post it on the wall of our Facebook page and give us a like while you're there. Also, stop by our iTunes page and give us a five-star review, as higher ratings help more people find out about the show. Use Professor Carstairs' name in your review to show us that you actually heard this message. Thank you for listening. 
Keep your time radios tuned in for another transmission from the future on Illusionoid. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.